In this video, I'm gonna show you the behind the scenes of how I make my edutainment videos, which is combining educational content with entertainment. This one's gonna be how I made the human versus AI rap battle. And the reason these perform so well is because it's highly entertaining, but also if you do it right, which I'm gonna show you how, it's educational and it ties back in with your brand and your business. And so it draws us in a lot of customers. We've got a ton of inbound leads from our edutainment videos. They've been one of the biggest source of how we acquire new customers. So I get a lot of questions on these videos when I do them, like how do you, you know, come up with the concept. Then how do you take a concept and turn it into a script? And how do you write that? And how does that come together? And then how do you record the videos where it's, you know, two people kind of talking to each other like a skit or it's a rap battle or whatever it might be. And then how do you put it all together with the editing and then get it ready to actually post in the feeds? So again, I'm gonna use the example of the human versus AI rap battle. If you have not watched this video, go watch it right now. I'll put a link down below. So go click that link and watch the actual video. It's a minute and something seconds long but it'll make sense. If you watch that first and then you come back to this, you'll be like, cool, because you'll get to see the end product or content video, and then you'll come back here and be like, ah, I see what he was doing there. I see how he got there. I see how this was done. Here's the premise, okay? And let me just give you the concept part first. This is why I came up with this idea, because ideas have to flow in from somewhere, and ideally it's things that your customers are talking about, they have questions on, maybe it's a hot topic right now. This honestly kind of fit all of the above. A lot of people have been talking about, myself included, on LinkedIn, on TikTok, about AI and how it fits in artificial intelligence and how it fits in with the role of a content creator or the role of a company trying to grow their brand on social, trying to market their business, create sales opportunities, whatever it might be. AI can do a ton of different things. I'm just staying within the kind of the business world for a second, marketing world for a second. But people have been talking about it. And what always comes up is like, is it gonna take over human jobs? Are we not gonna have content writers anymore? Is it gonna start editing our videos for us? Like, what is it going to do? Do we even need content creators? You know, it's got all these conversations that have started and they're all good conversations that we should have because there's a lot to unpack here. My thought process always, and I think there's some people that would agree with this, is that AI is a great tool. And is it gonna replace some jobs? Yeah, it is. Is it gonna create other opportunities for other jobs? Yeah, it is. And it's gonna force people to step up their game. And it's gonna create opportunities within creators where the biggest skill set now is gonna be creativity and being able to tell, tell a story and being able to pull those human emotions out that a lot of times AI just cannot do. So that was the core message, right? I wanna show people that it's not AI versus humans. It's AI and humans. It's a tool that we can use to make things more efficient, faster, to help us do our jobs better. So that was the initial concept. Now I could just do a post saying, here's what I think about AI versus humans. And that's not gonna perform as well as something like this, right? Cause it's just, it's more entertaining. Who doesn't wanna see a rap battle, let alone a rap battle that's AI versus human, which has been one of the biggest topics that we've been talking about over the last few months. So that was the initial concept. So I wanted to make sure as I'm looking at the vision first, what do I want this to be? And what is the core message? I always think message first and then kind of layer the creativity on top of it. That doesn't mean that sometimes I don't get an idea that's creative, like a storyline or a concept. And then I go, okay, I've got the storyline and a concept, but what's the message gonna be? How do I tie in a good message to this? So sometimes they come one before the other, but I always, before I start a project like this, I'm thinking about what is the core message that I wanna drive home to my audience. And ideally, and almost always, this is coming back to my business. It has something to do with what we offer or our business because that, again, is an opportunity to create leads and new customers and inbound opportunities for you and your business. 
So that's the concept. Now let me take you to the script real quick, okay? On the actual script, I thought about a couple different things. I initially, I was like, I'm gonna actually write AI's part of the rap battle, and then I'm gonna write the human part, and then I'll bring it together, right? Now my message going into it, of course, is that it's and, not or. Humans and AI, not humans versus or AI. So I said, well, I gotta have AI go first then, and AI is gonna talk about how you know, they're better, they're more superior, they're faster, they can, you know, they don't make as many mistakes. Whatever the common cliche things about AI versus human beings would be. Now, here's what's really cool. As I started thinking about, all right, how would I start this? I thought, hmm, what if I made this ultra authentic? And I legitimately had AI write the actual script. And so that's what I did. I went into chat GPT and I typed in, can you write me a rap battle script, just a verse, from AI's perspective, battling against a human being on why AI is superior to humans. And boom, it populated a script. I took, I didn't use the whole thing, but I took probably 80% of it and used it. And then of course I had to make sure that it had the, the melodies and it sounded good and it was laid over the audio, the beat and that kind of stuff, of course, right? Now the only line that I added in myself was the very last one where it said, oh, by the way, AI wrote this script, man. Because I wanted to make sure the audience knew that, hey, this is legit. What Everything I just said was literally from AI. I didn't make this up. Like, it's not a human trying to play the part of AI. It's actually AI playing the role. And so that was really unique for me. I've never done a video where the character was kind of able to create their own part of the storyline. That was really, really interesting for me. And, and it was actually quite fun. Now, here's what's important, though. As a storyteller, you know, a good story has kind of that problem or that, that conflict in the beginning and then there's some type of rise up to it where you kind of overcome that problem or challenge and there's a potential hero, there's some type of resolution to the conflict, you get to the mountaintop, whatever it is. I wanted to create that type of feel. And I thought if AI just does their verse and then it goes into the human, you don't really get that climatic kind of problem feel, right? So in the middle of the rap, after AI finishes his or her verse, I went to a little bit more dramatic music and I wanted to play like, man, this is the end of humans. Like AI is taking over everything, taking over jobs. It's, you know, we're, we're not gonna really have a place here anymore. I wanted to paint kind of a dark picture. You see in the beginning here, it's the reporters talking. I think I changed the wording here. AI is taking over human jobs, AI is emerging. I just wanted kind of a couple, a couple of voiceovers, like it was multiple different news channels reporting on, you know, what's happening in AI. And, and a lot of times what happens in our news, unfortunately, is that it's just, it plays on fear and people being scared and the worst that could happen. And it doesn't talk about a lot of the opportunities and the good things that are happening. And so again, the kind of some subtle messages here. And you'll notice with the human verse here, I came out and said, look, it's cute that you made your own script, but I ain't amazed by it one bit. Even though it's really, the technology is amazing, I'm not amazed with it because without me, there is no you and the whole little story wouldn't even exist. So AI can't come in here and create some rap battle, AI versus human out of nowhere based on human insights that I've gathered over the last several months from talking to people and understanding this at a pretty deep level. They can't do that, right? They need a human to say, hey, this is the concept. This is the creative. Now you can help me with bits and pieces, kind of like putting together a puzzle piece, but you can't create the actual puzzle itself. And so I wanted to demonstrate that with this. Now, right here, I say, you must have forgot your role. You're the computer, I'm the user. I wanted to make sure that AI was in his place. Like, look, you're a tool. You're the computer, but I'm the user, I'm the creator, I'm the producer, I'm the content. And again, what I wanted to do here was I wanted to play to the whole you know, what AI doesn't have is the human components of the creativity, the humor, the just being a human being, the, the emotional side of things, right? 
And so I threw out a challenge of, let me see you just make the crowd laugh. Oh, wait, that's right. He got no humor. Because again, I want to showcase that while you're great in many aspects and you are a great tool for us humans, you can't do certain things that we can. And that's cool because he's just AI. And then I was like, and then I also wanted to play to, you know, or you don't have the creativity or the ability to take a story like this, flip it right on its head where you thought it was going and went dead and the twist happens instead. And so what's interesting about this, I've never done this before, but with this script, I actually talk about how there's about to be a twist. And so in your mind, and this is really important for edutainment videos, if you can create twist and kind of, you gotta hook people in in the first part, right? And an AI versus human rap battle, that's probably gonna hook a good amount of people in. But what really is interesting what the great creators can do is, is throw a twist on the end, similar to how you would watch a movie. And if you know exactly how the movie's gonna end, it's not as exciting. There's, no, there's not a curiosity gap that exists there. But if you have something where you start telling the story, but we're not sure how it's gonna end, or something comes up and you go, oh shit, I didn't expect that. Well, it just gets 20 times more interesting. At this point, I'm also thinking about how the video is gonna be structured. So you'll see here, I put a title up top. I need to make sure that people know right away in the first you know, millisecond that this is a rap battle and it's AI versus human. And I also was not going to wait or pause or have the music kick in in the beginning. I'm gonna do it right away because again, I wanna hook the audience in. And, you know, subconsciously what's registering in their mind is that AI versus human, it's a hot topic. It's a big time buzz right now. So they're interested from that standpoint. Anytime you pair two things versus each other, it's always interesting. It's why we're so fascinated with sports and gaming and things like that. It's who's gonna win what's gonna be the outcome. And then on top of that, it's rap, which is obviously a big part of music. And so for those reasons, I think this will do, I think this will do well. So at this point, we're ready to film the video and I'm gonna get into sort of the technical aspects of actually filming this video and then getting it to editing. All right, so we just recorded the video. I'm gonna give you guys the quick behind the scenes look of two things. One, the equipment and the setup. And then two is how I actually filmed the video because I get a lot of questions on this. Now the lighting and stuff might look a little bit different now because I moved some things around since I actually shot the video, but most of it's still here. So what I've got in terms of equipment and setup is this. One, I've got a three point lighting system, which means I've got two side lights kind of almost pointing towards the green screen, not necessarily me, just to make sure this is lit up and there's no shadows, there's not as many shadows. And then I've got a Loom Cube ring light right behind this camera here. Now I did film vertically for this one because uh, not this video itself, but the actual rap battle, AI versus human rap battle, I filmed it vertically because I was only going to create a vertical video from it. And if that's the case, you just wanna shoot vertically. Now I did use a Sony DSLR for this one, but you could easily use your smartphone and just film vertically, or if you're gonna make it horizontally, twist your smartphone horizontally and shoot that way. In terms of the mics for this specific scenario and video, I didn't really need any mics because everything was recorded in kind of my home recording studio, which is nothing fancy. It's Logic X Pro, which is an application on for my MacBook Pro. It's actually very affordable and it allows you to basically plug in beats, make your own beats, and then also add vocals over the top. So that's where I created the audio track from there. So as I was recording this video, I just kind of played the track so I knew my lips were moving with what I was saying. Normally, if I was doing a skip video or if you're doing one at home, you'd want to have either a wireless lapel mic. That's mostly what I would use because you can move around and be flexible and you're still gonna have high quality audio. Or I would use something like I'm using literally right now in this exact video, which is my Rode shotgun mic that just goes on top of my DSLR. But again, all videos, if you wanted to use your smartphone, perfectly fine, I did that for years. Now, the last piece of equipment is this green screen right here. Again, I could put links in the body of the message, but it's a simple green screen that just folds up and down. 
So I could probably do it behind here and they could kind of rotoscope me or green screen me out, but you really want a well lit green screen if you're gonna make videos where you wanna change the backgrounds or have it look unique or have a different style or you wanna put two people in the same room together, then you would need a green screen, which originally that's what I was going to do. So you don't necessarily need a green screen. I would say probably don't use a green screen in most cases, especially if you're doing a skit video. If you can use an office or home office or a real life type environment like outside, those are actually better in my opinion than using a green screen because a lot of times with green screens, you can tell the, the background's fake. Now, in this case, I kind of wanted to use it to be more flexible given that it was a rap battle. I wanted to be more flexible with where it could take place. And I also wanted to make sure that both characters in editing, it wasn't the same exact background because that would look kind of off, but you could tell they were in the same room, right? So it was like, if you're in the same building or room, you're not, in, if two people are talking, you're recording them. Each one of them has a little bit of a different background, but you can tell it's the same room. And so that's the same effect we wanted here. And then I'm just gonna go through the script and I'm gonna film both characters, or if it's a video with three or four characters, I'm gonna film each character at a time. Now, how I do it is this. I record the longest character, the hardest one, the most challenging one first. And the reason I do that, I go all the way through for a couple reasons. One, I wanna get the most challenging part out of the way first, it's just how I roll. Two, it allows me to stay in character a lot better when I do one continuous character all the way through. I can kind of experience the, the character, the little bit of the arc of the character, the emotions of the character. It's a lot easier for me than going back and forth where you're constantly switching in and out of character. And lastly, I do it because it's just more efficient to do it that way when you're going all the way through on one character. You don't gotta go back and forth and change gear and shirts and then refilm and then do this. And so just do one at a time and then move on to the next character. I just let the video run the entire time. There's no point of doing multiple different videos. Just let the camera run, let your smartphone run and do it all on one video because then either you or the editor can go through and just easily trim that up. It's not a big deal at all. This was what I used for the AI and it was important for me to really try to make, you know, I think really deeply about these videos. I want people, I want to make almost like a mini movie with the script and the way they're shot and the way they're edited. So I thought about what would AI look like? And initially I was just going to do me and have a different shirt. And I'm like, ah, it feels too human though. So what I did is I found this mask. I just used this and I basically just blacked out the white part on here so it looked a little different than the Squid Games. To go deeper, I was like, I don't really want much skin showing. So I wore a hoodie, I kind of used the hoodie to go over top, long sleeve so it was less skin, again, less human-like. And then for the human, I just did a backwards hat with a short sleeve so you could see my skin, it's actually this exact shirt. And the backwards hat just symbolized kind of rebellious, fighting against the machines, you know, kind of the good versus evil. I wanted to kind of give that rebel type feel to it. So all we do from here is we film both of the characters' parts, we get it all the way done, we make sure it's good, we double check it, and then from here we get it into editing. I'm not gonna break down the step-by-step -step editing piece because that's not my expertise and it's not what I teach or would have my clients do. We would hire outsourced editors to come in and do that for us and that's part of the service that we provide. Let the pros do what they do best and you stick to what you do best, which is create the actual content. All right, so we just got the video back from editing and post-production. There's a couple very important things I wanna highlight here because literally it can make or break your edutainment video. The first thing is when you edit these kind of videos and you have them in post-production, obviously from a creator standpoint, we've we've done our part, what I talked about earlier, which is we've gotta capture attention right away with what we say, how we say it, the visual, the audio, how we make the audience feel as fast as we possibly can. We've also gotta be clear with what is going on because if we confuse the audience, we've lost the audience. You confuse them, you lose them. So the same thing from an editing standpoint. We don't want people to come into this and go, what am I watching here? This is kind of interesting, but I'm, I'm not even sure what the hell's going on, right? So we gotta, again, make sure that we've got that title up top for this particular style of video. It doesn't mean you have to do this every single time, but for this video, it made sense to put that title 
which was AI versus human rap battle. I'm garnering attention with this, but I'm also clarifying my message and what this video is about. I work with a lot of customers that try to do these types of videos, and one of the biggest mistakes early on is that they're just not clear enough as to what the video is about. So it's three to five seconds, and it's creative, it's kind of interesting. There is actually a good script, but I get a couple seconds in and I'm like, what am I watching here? I don't, I don't even know what this is. I don't know what it's about. Why should I keep watching, right? And so you lose audience, your drop off rate is so high that it doesn't matter what happens after that, the video just doesn't perform. So we wanna make sure from an editing and a post-production standpoint that we match that level of clarity and creativity and curiosity that we do from a creator standpoint. The second part of the editing and post-production piece and a question I get all the time is, what are you telling them to do versus what are they actually doing on their own? And when you've got good editors that know how to edit in this style like we do, and that's again, part of a service that we provide, they already know how this stuff works, right? they've already been trained for months and sometimes they've been doing this for years and so they've got this down pat obviously things change per creator per video there's minor nuances and, and things that need to happen but they understand what they're trying to do which is basically take your story and bring it to life make it more realistic help tell the story all I do at this point is I'm just giving them the script which has a couple things in there in terms of post-production and then they're pretty much doing the rest of it but I remember working with my first few editors and it took a long time to get that down so some of it you're gonna have to work with the editor if you're starting from scratch I would almost think of it like a quarterback working with a new receiver, right? They've got to figure out their timing and their takeoff, their speeds, their all that different type of stuff. Also, the way I'm going to end certain videos for LinkedIn versus like a YouTube shorts or a TikTok will vary a little bit. So you'll see a little bit of a difference in the ending that I post on LinkedIn versus TikTok and YouTube. And the reason for that is because audiences consume and react and create differently on certain platforms versus other platforms. So you gotta kinda take into consideration what platform you're putting it on, and you might have to take a little bit of a nuanced approach to that depending on the platform. So after the editing piece, and if there's any revisions, I'll just send back for them to revise. Typically it's one time, it comes back, it's ready to go. But after that, we're gonna move right to the copywriting or the text portion of this video. So when I post it on LinkedIn or TikTok, YouTube Shorts, the copy that I put above or below the video, wherever it, wherever it goes, depending on what platform, that is important for a couple of reasons. One, I've got an opportunity, and more so especially on LinkedIn and TikTok, YouTube Shorts as of now, you don't get a ton of room to write a lot of copy. But on LinkedIn for sure, and TikTok for sure, you got a good amount of opportunity to write some good copy. Now, what this copy should do is two things. One, it should support your message with the video, right? You don't wanna write copy on something totally different than what the video is on, or you don't wanna just like strictly plug your services right there. You wanna write engaging copy, almost that copy could stand alone even if there was no video. The, the copy would be interesting enough to stand alone. And secondly, you've got an opportunity to subtly plug your business and what you do. What I love about the copy aspect now is I've got flexibility to tie different things in in there that maybe I couldn't fit in the video or maybe that I felt like didn't make sense to have in the video, but now I can put it in the text. So that could be me adding to the story, adding more supporting points. I could sneak in that subtle promotional line or two, or if you want, you could be really direct at the end of the post. It just depends on your style. I'm also being mindful of SEO and key search terms that are popping up when people search on LinkedIn, Google, YouTube, TikTok. So it's not that you wanna base your entire copy of like, oh, just a bunch of keywords, but make sure that the right keywords are in there. You're using hashtags that will be appropriate for when people search these things because that stuff does matter as more people start searching via video. Now, let me just say a couple other things about these edutainment videos. 
This is not how I create all of my edutainment videos. So I don't want you to watch this and go, oh my gosh, I have to do all of this to create one video. Well, first of all, that one video could transform your business. That one video could be a $250,000 deal. It could be a $1.5 million deal. Now I'm not saying that one video is gonna change everything for you, but I'm saying if you do this consistently enough over time, that one video could just pop, but definitely the accumulation of these videos has a massive and tremendous impact on your business. But that being said, I do not follow this process for every single edutainment video. There are some that are just more simple that I think of off the top of my head. I pull out my phone, I record it in 15, 20 minutes and boom, that's it. So I say that because it's important that you focus on progress, not perfection. If you're just starting to make these videos, you're probably not going to go as elaborate as this one is for your very first video. You can easily simplify that or take things out that you don't want to put in there, cut some things out, add some things because you've got the knowledge, you've got the know-how. And as always, if you've got any questions on any of this stuff, drop them in the comments and I'll jump in and answer them. Oh, and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next video.